Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. I'm so excited to see you. Last week turned chaotic so fast and we just <laughs> lost complete control of it. Like so quickly. I blinked and everything had changed. All of our plans yeah. that we had yeah. set up months ago had changed. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad that we already had our chat with Thomas from her from Hermit's Mirror set up to yes. cover for the fact that my body would not let me record last week. <laughs> Like, there was just like several things that happened specifically that morning. Yeah. That just kind of like was like a like all of a sudden a perfect storm of events that was like, okay, we're nope, not supposed to record today. Yeah, exactly. It's like in the stars for us not to record. Okay. Not so at all. Thankfully, we'll Thomas do it another was time. A great person to for us to be able to like release his episode on Monday. And so, yeah, thank you, exactly. For that. It all ended up working out, but man, it was chaotic. And man, am I happy to see you. And man, am I, I excited to just do a regular episode. <laughs> I know, me too. It's so nice. <laughs> we can do it. And it's been yeah. so fun chatting with people, but also it does mean that there's been less of us just staring at each other's face. Although we did just record an entire hour-long Patreon episode recapping two episodes of Charmed. I know. So well, that, we're doing yeah, great. We, we are doing amazing. We're, exactly. we're doing it. So. so I get to pick card of the day today, this week. And Yay. I'm using Antique Anatomy, of course. It's Which just, edition? Spanish? French? Uh, French. French edition. Okay. <laughs> And our card, ooh, is the devil. All right, I'll take it. Okay. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. I know. I'm like, what kind of devil are we talking about here? Are we talking about like a nice, sexy devil or like a (laughs) devil or a bad devil? (laughs) I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see. We'll We'll keep our eyes on the prize. Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Our first question of the episode is from Joanna. And every time I say the name Joanna, I think of the Sweeney Todd song, Joanna. And so mm. I want to sing Sweeney Todd. You can. No one's going to stop I you. Can. This is your podcast. You can sing as much Sweeney Todd as you want. I know, but I'm keeping my... Nope, Esther, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't resist <laughs> the musical. You resist can have that be the outro. Let's have you okay. sing Joanna. Okay, the, the outro. End. I will sing Joanna is the outro. Okay. <laughs> so Joanna says... <laughs> it's very hard for me. Okay, okay. I'm like tingling. Like this is this is like musical theater child. Okay. <laughs> My question is regarding work. I know some changes are bound to come. My question is, will they be good changes as it for the best or do I need to prepare for something? And that's it. <laughs> All Very right. Very short question. <laughs> yeah. And I think that this may have come in a couple of weeks ago. So we, there may have already been some changes that have happened. But yeah. Let's talk about things to keep an eye on. Yeah, let's first like get some energy of maybe and then yeah. to see if what's kind of going on and then yeah. we can see good changes, bad changes, what kind of changes are transpiring. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Okay, so yeah, energy of the work changes. Okay. <sighs> I don't know what that word means. I think <laughs> I was saying when you said you had the French version before I was going to say, like, Holly, I guess we're going to test do Holly's that. French today. <laughs> I took French for one year in seventh grade. And my only memory from it was the fact that one time I stayed home sick and the teacher called me from her classroom during our class period to tell me that I needed to be gargling salt water. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is queen. Okay, good. It's the queen <laughs> of swords. Okay. And I got the 10 of wands. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So this is yeah. like going to be something that's a little bit stressful. Yeah. And that will be situation. easy to overthink. Because that's yeah. the negative component of the Queen mm-hmm. of Swords is the like inability to sort of move out of your head. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Okay. So then how can we sort of like lighten some of this? Burden? So it said, it said like, what's the news? It was wanting to know the changes that are coming. So let's deal with maybe the changes that are on the way and if they're good or good bad. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. And then we can do like peppy talk stuff. Sounds good to me. Wow. Sorry. I'm trying really hard not to sing right now. You have no idea. Do you want to let it out now and then we can just cut it into the end? (laughs) No, because then I'm still embarrassed to sing in front of you. And so we're just going to hold it in. In front of me? (laughs) Why would you be embarrassed to sing in front of me? If I knew that song, I've only seen the movie once. Okay. Maybe I'll I'll think of a song that I can sing also. And then we'll both sing. Okay, we'll both sing the outro together with our mismatching songs. Except for now, you know how your brain is like, think of a song and then suddenly no so songs exist songs. in the world. Yeah. That's no. what I'm currently dealing with. Yeah. I'm like, no. what even is a song? No. I've never heard of a song before. All I have is, I feel you, Joanna, and one day I'll steal you. When I'm with Perfect. you there, I'm with you there. <laughs> Singing sweetly in my yellow hair or something like that. I forget the lyrics. There's like three, there's like three components. People are, three people are singing it. I'm singing all the bars together. I love that you said, I just have to. And then you sang like six bars of that song. <laughs> I love it. And we'll put it in the outro too. But now that it's out, we can actually, we can give actually focus. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. What are the changes? So like? changes. Claire, making my life so much harder. <laughs> the French death card says L'Arcane Sandnam, meaning like the nameless card, but on her oh. actual, in the English version, I think it just says death. Yeah, I think it just says death. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not Claire because I, I'm 100% sure that it's the publisher who the changed French publisher, it to the yeah. French translation. But okay, so we got the death card. And what did the you moon get? card. Okay. And I also got the high priestess. Oh my goodness. Death, High Priestess, and the Moon. This is kind of alarming, Joanna. Yeah. Like, there's a a lot of change. I think that maybe the problem that is going to... I think the biggest problem with these changes is that I don't think that anyone knows what they are. I think that they're kind of, like, changing for the sake of changing. And Mm -hmm. that's why it's so stressful. And that's why you got that Ten of Wands, is that it's like, they are... They're like, this isn't working. We need to change it. Mm -hmm. And there isn't a clear plan. Right. Well, in the high priestess, even though you would think that she'd be a, like a well-versed person at the helm, it, to me, it's just a different person that being that's in control of the situation. Yeah. That's maybe more like a silent partner type of person. That's make that's not like communicating the decisions and kind of more internally processing things. With the moon, especially being there, like it's very much out of your hands, out of your control. It's not something that you can do about it. Right, right. There's just a lot of like not communicating that happens in this situation mm-hmm. almost. Like it's sort of like you were saying the internal decision making. It's like the moon is showing sort of a blockage in communication. So decisions are being made of like what should be happening and how to do it, but no one's going to be telling you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or explaining why, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So what can Joanna do? What can Joanna do? What? The Hanged Man. Oh. What did you get? I got the Knight of Swords and the Five of Cups. So to me, it's like I think that you have losses. to quit this job. Yeah, yeah. Joanna, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to say like, oh, based on this tarot reading from these two strangers, I should quit my job. But the readings that we're getting about this situation are not making things look great. No, no. I think it probably would be in your best interest to start looking for something else, right? Rather than like trying you to can wait it there. out, but it's not gonna change much. I don't think. Or at least not for the better. What did you get? Yeah. The Knight of Swords. The Knight of and Swords of and the Five of Cups. Pentacles? So it's oh, like immediately like cut your losses. Like Yeah, especially with the hanged man, like you're like sticking around is not a decision. Like you're sort of stagnant with the hanged man in there yeah. too. And mm-hmm. it's gonna lead to like feelings of sort of like not good stuff. Like disappointment mm-hmm. and yeah. Franticness. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's like not super uplifting. Way to go, sorry, Esther. Sorry, Joanna. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is all Esther's just, fault. We're it's blaming 420 Esther. It's 420 Tarot. 420 Tarot is supposed to be really chill. and I know. Cool. 420 Tarot always has been really chill. But, they're also, but it's also really truthful and bluntly so. Yeah, but that's true. That's true. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, maybe we should pull additional cards for Joanna then to make her feel a little bit better. Yeah. Like, something yeah. positive to focus hopeful. on as you move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Something hopeful to focus on. Yeah. I pulled Judgment. I pulled the King of Wands. Okay. So maybe this is your opportunity to think, what do I actually want to be doing and how mm-hmm. can I make that happen? Rather than yep. feeling like you're trapped in a situation where stuff is changing, no one's communicating anything with you. Now is your chance to say like, what do I actually want to be doing and how can I make that happen? Yep. I love the King of Wands there. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm the one in charge. I'm the one who's directing my own life. I'm yeah. the one who knows what's best. And so, and I, and you're at a point where you can make that decision for yourself. Yeah. So. I love it. Totally. And you're looking at your higher good almost with the judgment mm-hmm. card. It's like, you know what you would rather be doing. And now is the time to be pursuing that. Yep. Yep. I like it. Cool. Okay. Uh, and also if you, if you hear that Joanna and you're like, I don't know what I want to be doing. That's not helpful. I just also pulled the four of cups. So I think that there is something that you do think that you would be better suited for that maybe you just haven't been able to acknowledge yet. And so thinking about that, like spending some time really trying to accept any ideas from your psyche or whatever would be a good way to kind of like figure out a a path forward. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I like that four of cups. Cool. Yeah. I love a four of cups in that situation. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. It's scary, but also good. That was a very clear clear reading very clear reading yes (laughs) sorry this is some chaos that no one's going to explain to you good luck (laughs) yeah all right but yeah good luck with deciding what you want to do next when you 
can get out of the situation. It doesn't seem like it's going to go super great, but it does seem like there's sort of a path forward. Yes, I agree. <sighs> awesome. All right. Well, our second question is from Brizzlebran. And Brizzlebran wrote in a very, very long question. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, she picked up tarot earlier this year as a hobby, and she's immediately felt pretty connected to it. Um, the Hierophant has been coming up as representing her next step. So she's kind of looking for a mentor relationship, but in her current city between being in a new place and also having it be COVID times, that's been really hard to achieve. Um, she's not like a social media kind of person. She really wants it to be somebody local. And this was my favorite part of the whole question. My hope is to someday be able to start a local group of my own for other shy, sad femmes who love tarot but that's not a goal. I feel confident in being able to get off the ground by myself for a variety of reasons. Um, but anyway, so she's just kind of generally feeling stuck yeah. about how to feel more connected with the tarot community. Um, she's in Portland. So Portland wildlings hit us up. Yeah, uh, hit up the Facebook, the discord. Like, yeah, I know there's Brizzle other Brands. Portlanders. Yeah, for in our sure. Groups. For sure. Um, yeah. I, I mean, know. if Bristlebrand's not on Facebook, Discord might be your best bet. Our Discord has been newly facelifted as of yesterday. Yay! <laughs> it looks beautiful! I did a bunch of arranging and Googling, like, how do you reorder things on Discord? <laughs> <laughs> it turns out I'm a total idiot. <laughs> no, I just feel like we, like, we grew up with the age of the, the, the new internet, like, Netscape, you know, yeah. AOL CDs. And Discord is out of my vein of knowledge. I feel like I get it, kind of, but also it's so DIY that I think that maybe mm-hmm. that's what is me. But anyway, yeah. So if you're it's a Portland wildling, message yeah. us and we can post about it on the the Discord. Yeah. Um, but Rosa exactly. Brand is looking for other sad femmes who are into tarot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's like a classified ad because I've been doing doing so many with so many classified ads like sad families in a tarot. Hit me uh, up if you're in Portland. Esther's looking for a new place, not for yes. <laughs> other classified reasons. Yes. Um, okay, so yeah, I guess just like kind of steps forward for feeling connected to the community for Brizzle Brand. Okay, step forward for community connection. huh what did you get oh god what the hell maybe it's just antique anatomy for me right now (laughs) i got the five of cups and the hermit which feels like the next step is kind of being like maybe focus on your own self and don't try to be part of a community well i got the devil so the devil to me kind of says that you're kind of trapped in that that you've like self-identified oh as good that. idea yeah and you're trapped in that self-identification you've decided that you're trapped yeah. and hermit and hermity. yeah like yeah yeah i do think that the the devil's a very important component of that then yeah so then that's not really a helpful next step so maybe we need to be more specific in our well maybe it's like it's like the recognition that you don't have to stay you, that way that that's yeah. not something you have to stay with just the that's just that initial recognition we see that this is not something that they will be like you know um 
that they will feel forever. forever. It won't be, yeah, yeah it will, Corona times will last forever. Immunizations, what am I saying? Vaccines are going to happen. So this is not like a forever thing you're stuck with. Every adult in the United States is eligible for a vaccine right now. I'm sorry, Esther. <laughs> We've run out, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, Esther, and all of our Canadian listeners and all of our listeners who, I mean, it's just like, it must be like watching your idiot younger sibling finally get like, I don't know, accepted It's into like watching something. your idiot sibling getting arrested alongside you and somehow your mom posting bail for just them and not you. <laughs> and you were just there as a designated driver and accidentally arrested when they were the ones who did the bad thing. That's how it kind of Yeah, feels. exactly. You're like, I was doing everything right. But I do think that that's like kind yeah. of an important component because the world is kind of opening up. I think that people are going to be more and more desperate for these ways of connecting mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah. So maybe acknowledging that you have some self-imposed ideas about sort of like what's available as an option to you and how alone you are in all of it mm-hmm. um, yeah. is kind of the first step, like Esther was saying. So maybe like the second step, what to do now that we can acknowledge that it's self-imposed viewpoints, how to feel more connected with the local tarot community. I got the Queen of Swords again. I got the Three of Wands. Okay, I just got the Queen of Swords and the King of Swords. Okay. And of course, the Three of Wands is that action card, you know, stepping outside of that. I guess with the King and Queen of Swords, it's like, to me, especially if, like, the King of Swords is that action, that Queen of Swords is that thoughtfulness. Yeah. That's there. And then plus this three of wands, there's that thoughtfulness and that action that goes into the stepping forward and the actual doing of the thing, whatever you're kind of doing. Maybe it's all, it could be like sort of come up with a more cohesive idea of what you're looking for. Like be sort of intentional and thoughtful about what kind of community you'd like. And Mm -hmm. then the three of wands comes into play with like actually trying to create that. So I know that, that the, that Brizzle brand said that they felt like they weren't equipped to create their own group. But I think that's kind of saying that they are, if they're just really intentional about what they want, like rather than saying like, Oh, you should find a mentor because I don't know if finding a mentor is really the right answer with the queen and King both showing up with Mm -hmm. something that's so you oriented and the three of wands it feels like the mentorship thing is maybe not the route. And maybe the route is thinking like, I want a group of, for people who are new and enthusiastic and who feel like they're on the same page and inspire and work with me rather than people who are going to treat me like an apprentice almost. Right. And I, as I was shuffling, the four of wands flew out and usually I don't read fly out cards unless they fly out face up. And it flew out face up. And so to me, that's like, it's like ah. a peer ship. Like you're not looking at, yeah. you know, a hierophant that maybe you can learn from each other and have that hierophant learning that happens between people. You don't necessarily always need to have that mentor or you can be bonding over a mentor that you have in common or things like that, like a tarot right, mentor or something right. that could be yeah. like a bonding mechanism, not necessarily like 
a one person on high giving you tarot information or being like your tarot hierophant. Yeah. And I, I also, you said it was the four of wands, right? Yeah. Four of wands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, four yeah, of wands. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I don't know where my brain is today. My allergies are making me a little foggy. <laughs> okay. um, but I also, the other thing that I like about the four of wands is that it is like it, like what Esther was saying about peers I think that like the other component of the four of wands being so celebratory is like you're inspiring each other with enthusiasm Mm -hmm. rather than having somebody giving you tasks almost. Right. And so if you think that that sounds appealing, then using that like mindset of like, here's what I'm looking for, kind of using that queen of swords energy of like, who do I want that? What do I want this to be like? What do I want to get out of this? What, how, Mm -hmm. like not, how do I want to feel about it? Because that would be more of a cups thing, but like, what do I want to be getting out of this? Then you can kind of create more of a plan and then create sort of like that super fun four of wands vibe, Mm -hmm. um, in a way that like you wouldn't necessarily be able to do if you were part of a larger existing organization. Like it does feel very much like, this needs to be something that you're creating a little community for yourself about yeah. rather than trying to find an existing one. It feels very organic and friends based rather than like going specifically to like a tarot class that's in the yeah. community or something. Yeah. Like and maybe finding you friends already there. have a friend who's into it and you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or but I guess if you're in a new town or a neighbor or somebody who yeah. you meet through another Portland is so witchy. Like I, I, I know. follow so many people like on random Twitter, like just even just getting like Twitter profiles and just kind of like, oh, okay, this person's in, in this area. There's a store or I don't know. Yeah, totally. Almost all of my college roommates still live in Portland. <laughs> I The ones who are into tarot are not the ones who still live in Portland, though. They moved to another state for grad school. But there's like there's so much of that in Portland. And I know that Portland mm-hmm. can also feel a little bit weird just because everyone it already feels like there are a lot of communities that have been created so it can be kind of hard to break into it but you just need one friend Mm -hmm. and they're probably going to be somebody who could be a good fit for this now i've new cities are weird thank you thank you (laughs) is that a barry manilow song one voice singing in the dark oh my god what a great song episode this is for us (laughs) esther just can't get enough of it i can't it was I very love off it. key, but it's there. <laughs> My parents, it's not that they're anti-Barry Manilow, but they did have a concept <laughs> called being Manilowed that they talked about a lot when we were little kids. Okay. Where you hear a Barry Manilow song on the radio right before you get out of your car or right before you leave the house or whatever. Uh-huh. And then you've been Manilowed and you can't get that out of your head for the whole entire <laughs> no, day. No, you can't. No, <laughs> absolutely not. All right. Do we want to pull anything else for Brizzle Brand? Maybe just like a hang in there or a places to look for that friendship, maybe? Yeah, we can do places like where to look next, maybe. Okay. Like a- yeah, let's do where to look next. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What did you get? I shuffled all my cards back in and got the devil again. Okay. And I <laughs> got the get... Hierophant. Really? What's a friendship that would be the devil and the Hierophant? What's a place to look that would be the devil and the Hierophant? The Church of Satan. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, is there literally, an occult yes. store? Like an occult store is what to me yeah, this kind of says. 
Yeah, yeah. And maybe not for classes, because I do feel like that's not the way that it goes. But maybe you meet mm-hmm. a friend through a class. Maybe, right. like, rather than going for the mentorship with whoever teaches the class, finding somebody in the class who's also new would be the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't think, think, yeah, I I think, don't think Hierophant right. is stalking you to say, like... There is a mentor. I think it's to say that there's a place to find. Yeah. Yeah. A school setting. The higher An educational sort of setting. Educational yeah. Thing. Where yeah. you can find it. Yeah. Good luck. That's exciting. Whew. That'll be cool. The devil coming through in this episode. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> oh lots God. of, oh lots of self-imposed restrictions and stuff yeah. going on today. And the culty shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Good luck. So Rizzle Baran. Keep us updated. Yes, uh, I, there are so many cool shops in Portland, so I'm 100% sure that you'll be able to yep. find some class to make a friend in. And that it sounds like a great option. It does. Also in her question, Brizzlebrand mentioned that she felt like she, uh, was looking for the Holly to her Esther. And I, thought it was so I had to think about what that could mean because <laughs> I feel like you, I may have been the first person to give you a reading and the first person to like be in tarot with you but uh-huh. you are so much more advanced than I am now that it's like I fully was like is she saying that she's looking for somebody to be like a loud idiot to her thoughtful wise no, I took it as tarot someone self? who's like super close and like you can like meld minds together and like yeah. understand each other I think that's <laughs> it what just, it was like, took me I, a little bit I was, of thinking I looked at it I was like wait what it was wait what is this context okay yeah she, and she identifies a lot with Esther but my brain seriously was like Esther's so <laughs> much better at this than I am now like you just do a lot more work towards tarot than I do like personal <laughs> journey stuff oh, yeah. that I can like avoid for months at a time because I <laughs> am terrible um and so I fully was like oh god what does this mean well and I, and I totally but, don't feel that way at all I still feel like I'm like a you know a newbie at this so so yeah. we're all well, lifelong learners Esther none of us exactly. are experts even though we just wrote a book about the art history of tarot <laughs> we did and is that a we're segue to our midnight we are experts at that yeah <laughs> we're experts at that specifically mm-hmm. uh so yeah we just have finally finished our little zine our tarot spread zine that everyone who pre-orders the book will get a copy of Yay. and it is uh 13 brand new spreads it One is. for each chapter of the book. So they're all focused on themes from each of the decks that we focus on. And then the contemporary section, which is our final chapter, is sort of just about like future planning and stuff like that. So it's all new spreads. It's super fun. Very like cute and DIY. Super us. <laughs> um, and all you have to do to access it is to screenshot your order. And then there will be a link in the show notes. Uh, because I think that we already got the link. I feel like she sent it to us. Oh, probably. Maybe we should double check. Um, there'll be a link in the show notes and you'll just have to submit a form through the publisher's website and then you will access our little pre-order zine, which we're super excited about. There's, Um, it's so cute. I think it's so cute. I'm a bit biased, but it's so cute. Yeah, it's so cute. Well, and then the other thing that we're going to do is put together a gift package with some of the decks from the book that we will be giving away to one of the people who pre-order. So everyone who yes. pre-orders and submits something through this 
form will get the zine and then we'll kind of raffle. I don't want to say raffle because there are legal ramifications with a raffle, but one of the people who pre-order and submit through that website will also get a very exciting gift box from us with not every deck because that would be hundreds of decks, but (laughs) a lot of the decks that we talk about um, for you because you pre-ordered and you believe in us and we're so excited. We are super excited. The spreads this, are adorable. Holly did an amazing job. She thanks, did all girl. the spreads. Thanks, and they were girl. so good. It was really fun. So we brainstormed together what the themes for each chapter were, which is really cool because that wasn't something we went into writing the book thinking about. We Absolutely weren't thinking not, yeah. like the themes of of you know Terra de Marseille are about expansion and solidification or whatever. Yeah. But after writing it, it's like there's such clear themes that came through that it was really neat to kind of revisit them and write spreads about each of them. Yeah. Yeah. And Esther and did the, the formatting. It's about working so under pressure. So just an FYI, if you're yeah. having a, a job, a problem, you may want to look up that spread. Yeah. <laughs> the toast deck is about working under pressure because Lady Frida Harris, the the artist behind the toast deck, painted the entire freaking thing during World War II while living in London. Like she was painting yep. this during the Blitz. And that is yep. so cool. So it's about working under pressure. And then she also had the additional pressure of Aleister Crowley being... <laughs> Such a nightmare. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Yep. And begging her for money, but also berating her for being a stupid, dumb idiot. It's like, I dude, know. get a grip. Oh. Anyway, so Probably. we're so excited about that. So we'll take a peek in our show notes. Um, we'll also post some stuff on our website and on our social medias and stuff about yep. how to submit the pre-order thing for the book uh, in order to access that zine. But we're just so excited about it. And yeah, it's like the push for pre-orders begins. Woohoo. Yep. Cause we finished our final proof of everything. No more changes are I allowed. Forgot. So I just, that's why, I that's why last forgot. week we had to go with Thomas is because of our, our last yeah. proofings. So yeah. yep. our, our editor, Beth, who we love so much was emailing us and she said, Oh yeah. When I saw on Facebook that your episode was going to be late, I was like, I know why that is it's exactly what happened. <laughs> like the whole weekend. It was like, okay, get this out, get this out. Let's do this. Okay. Yeah. So. In addition to like the world, like my own human body rejecting the idea of sleep for like three days leading up to what we were supposed to record, it was also book related. You know, yeah. But anyway, exactly. we're so stoked. And I love that. I can't wait to see people start doing those spreads. And I love the idea of doing zines. Like we should do those more. It was cute. Awesome. Well, we also have some new Patreon supporters, which we also appreciate greatly. Yes, so much. So, so, so much. I can pull first. Stella, you're our first new Patreon supporter. Stella, your card is the Ten of Wands. Ooh, Stella. Good luck. Let some of those wands go. Hang in there. <laughs> yep. And I am p- pulling for Darlene D. That My most southernest of southern accents wants to say Darlene. You can say Darlene. Hey, darling. everyone! Everyone wants you to sound more Tennessee at <laughs> all. So. Every single time Tennessee slips out, people are like, "Esther, it's oh so my gosh, cute. Esther!" <laughs> I'm like, "No, go back in, put it back, put it back." And no, okay. <laughs> just think about it like Dolly Parton. People want to hear Tennessee. I know that's true. That's that's what I I keep thinking. Like Dolly Parton is the non problematic white lady who loves people dearly, and her southern accent is not care and reflective. So. No, 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 no. Dolly Parton's accent is like the antithesis. Darlene, of a Darlene, Darlene, vibe. Darlene. <laughs> you listen to 
to Dolly Parton's America, right? Everyone has. Nope. You have not listened to Dolly Parton's America? Oh nope. my God, it is such a good podcast. <laughs> I've it's seen only like it. eight episodes. I've seen it, but I've not watched, listened to it. Cause... You'll like it. You'll like okay. it. Okay. It's not murdery or art crime related, but... Sadly, not art crime related. <laughs> Dolly would never. Okay, so Darlene's card is the King of Swords from 420 Tarot. Awesome. I joke about art crimes because we talked about art crimes extensively in the Patreon content. Like for 20 minutes, I swear. It's like literally 20 minutes. (laughs) It's a passion we both share, Esther. (laughs) I love it. It's so good. (laughs) Got very strong opinions about art crimes, mostly in that they are the best, the best Mm -hmm. kind of crimes. Yes. Um, not in like a piracy way. That's not what we're talking about. We're no. talking about rich people falling for other people's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We enjoy the, uh, the not piracy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So this week we are talking about the reclaim Oracle by Marion Constantine of little darkness. Uh, a short author bio. Marion spent her early years in Paris and Berlin and now lives in the Mojave desert, which is close to me. This was her first project, but she also is creating a journal uh, that's designed to help with processing via intuitive writing and visual art. It's on pre-order, I believe, right now. Yeah, I would check out her website, which is little-darkness.com, because there's a bunch more information about that there. That's also where you can pre... Because this was a Kickstarter that just shipped like three weeks ago. So Mm -hmm. she's like basically collecting pre-orders through her website now for the Oracle deck. I think that there might be some copies available there, but if not, you can pre-order it there also. Um, Okay. So what she says about the deck, it was originally a Kickstarter. Like I said, that's how both of us got it. Um, But from the Kickstarter, a lot of us walk the earth completely unaware that we're not really ourselves. We believe in another version made up in childhood and perpetuated well into our adult lives These are the masks we put on to survive the world that has felt unsafe. But what if the world wasn't scary anymore? What if there was no need to hide? What if we could remember who we are instead of opposing light and darkness, instead of feeding into the narrative that there's something inherently wrong with us, instead of creating a larger divide, we're reclaiming the parts that have gone missing. There is grace in our wounds. Our potential like our souls is infinite. Allowing ourselves to be whole allows the world to become whole as well. Bringing love into fearful places is the antidote to hate and separation. I realize the reason that I can't say the word antidote is because of that thing about Californians not saying teas. Oh, it's antidote, but my brain says antidote. Okay. Okay. It's okay. It's a, it's a California tapping tea. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Anyway. So this is an Oracle deck. It's been kind of a while since we talked about Oracle decks. Yes. Yeah, so true. Yep. But yeah. so this is like a pretty approachable one. I think that it yes. reminded me in some ways, not visually, but sort of like vibe wise of compendium of constellations, because it doesn't mm-hmm. shy away from more difficult words. Mm-hmm. Each card has a beautiful, beautiful drawing. And then, a keyword. Yes. And the keywords are definitely not all easy. There are no. so many that are yes. like really, really difficult words, almost to the point where I was like, man, I wish there were like this 30 more really... cards to be yeah. a little bit more positive. Positive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, well, and I got a, the little zine as part of the Kickstarter and it's how you shadow work and heal yourself. Yeah. And 
It is not like a fluffy little shadow heel workbook at all. No. It's intense. It's an intense, intense deck and book. A deck and book. It's like really good. But it's like, like you said, I think for me, when you look through the cards, a lot of it is more neutral and negative cards that come up, but not like in a bad way, but just in a recognition sort of way. Like loneliness, denial, grief. Those are just from picking up three rant. Like those are like the first three (laughs) randomly ones that I ran across. Like it's, it, it is going into hard stuff. Um, the cards themselves are black with like a very light pink figure and the figures are all sort of like femme presenting or actual demons. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, they're supposed to be like inner sort of demons essentially. Yeah. Like with horns and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's like it, it's interesting because the images look so soft, but the words are so hard. And I think that's Mm -hmm. kind of the point. Like it's about sort of like inner child work in some ways, healing the mother wound, I think is one of the things that she talks about. Like Mm -hmm. when you need to reparent yourself, like that sort of idea. Um, And so I think it's kind of effective in that sort of drawing you in with the softness of the art and Mm -hmm. then having it actually be difficult stuff to work with in a good way, in a good way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's appropriate for really all readers. I feel like this could easily be someone's first deck if they just really connect with for, the yeah. art. Yeah, because really. it isn't complex. I mean, not that it isn't complex, but it isn't like confusing or mm-hmm. organized in a specific way. You don't need whatever. a book to refer to like what it's trying to talk right. about. Exactly. That's exactly exactly what I meant. Good call. You there is a book included. Yeah, a the book is really book. great because I pulled a card for us to read about later. That was really good. But yeah, the oh, book I is love really great. it. Yeah, the book is great. It's almost like little like vignettes about each of the mm-hmm. words and like how to think about it. But yeah, even without that, you could still really easily utilize it because they're all, I guess, ideas that we're pretty familiar with. Yeah, yeah, totally. And the cardstock is lovely. I would love all of my tarot decks to be in this cardstock, to be honest. It's a little short, a little squatty. Yeah. It's shorter and squattier than an average. You can say what you were going to say. Oh, no. No, I was just I was smelling it because it smells delicious. Ooh. Doesn't it smell good? I think it's the ink. It probably is, but it's like the slightly, oh. like, singe smell, but it's, like, not, like, bad. We're just huffing, you know, burned ink over here. <laughs> I'm sure that's safe. <laughs> what? But no, it's like a, it's like a, what is that? Linen satin matte finish or something. So it's really soft and it goes really well with the figures on the cards themselves being really soft and squishy. Okay. So somehow, uh, while we were taking big, deep whiffs of this card stock, <laughs> My mic stopped working, and then now I'm had to change rooms because it's now work day time in my household. So there's oh. been a little bit of chaos, and we're going to try to pick up where we were. Yeah. So sorry if we repeat something, but we have absolutely no recollection recollection of where we were. So yeah, it's sorry. been about twenty minutes since this whole debacle started. We are are now speaking via phone because I could not hear Holly at all. So yeah, Esther and I are on the phone and I'm recording using my computer's internal mic because my external mic is no longer working apparently. And that's where we are. Yes. But we're doing this. We've, we, we got our workarounds. It's cool. It's cool. We just, yeah. It does feel a little bit when that sort of thing happens, it does feel a little bit like, 
we are just completely new to podcasting. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like it's it keeps so us humble. Chaos. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, where were we? We were sniffing the cards and talking about how great the cardstock was. Yeah, I think we were talking about like how nice the satin kind of finish is and how kind of it's a bit shorter than a regular tarot size card. And I want to say a little bit wider, so it looks squatty. Yeah. It's a little squatty looking. And I think that's where we left it's off. It's four inches by three inches. Um, really but cute. yeah, it's 400 GSM and it is a two, a very sturdy two piece box, which I always mm-hmm. appreciate. Um, the guidebook is pretty simple. It's just black and white. And there's like little, like we were saying vignettes about each of the, um, cards themselves, but there aren't images, which is fine. I think that right. this is probably better with 88 cards to just kind of do it in a way that gets it all cohesive and into a smaller box. Um, but within the guidebook, there's also information about how to use the deck and some spread ideas, um, as well as like the card meaning section. Yes. Um, and yeah, I think we were talking about how soft, like the matteness of the finish goes really well with the softness of the bodies. And it's just like, it's just really visually arresting, I guess. Like I love... It kind of, in some ways, we haven't reviewed the Cosmic Woman or, or uh, Tarot deck on the right. podcast, um, but I have it and I use it a lot. I really, really love it. It sort of has a similar energy with the, like these sort of soft bodies and sort of like like negative space, like using mm-hmm. the background as a lot of negative space, which I just think is such a cool art method. It's just so cool. Yeah. yeah, me too. I really, really like it a lot. Yeah, so I want to hear about your favorite cards because there isn't that much stuff to talk about for cultural stuff. Um, All the figures are just light pink. Um, There's not a lot of like identifiers about who they are or what they're like. It's either a a very soft looking human or a very soft looking demon. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. I'm taking a picture and sending it to you now so you can see since we are no longer on a visual medium. So, <laughs> oh, true. That's um, a good idea. Let me do that really quick. These are the six like ones that I really like visually. I am going to just to give a taste for the book itself. I drew resentment like last week, and it was a really great card, and I really like the definition of it. So I'm going to read the resentment card. Okay. Um, it's it says resentment is holding on to the feeling that broke me when I am hurt, but I keep quiet until my wound gets itchy. I take it out on you. You throw it back to me. Resentment is a fight between two souls blinded by the light of their own suffering. I was like, wow, that is. Yeah. I I would never have thought of resentment in that way, but all of the entries are like this. Let me send you mine too. Okay. Yeah. It's all, I think that they're really cool and thoughtful. Oh, I think we do have some overlap. Yeah, we do. I see it. And I put one one of yours I did put back, so I think they're really cute. <laughs> Ooh, Which one okay. is resentment? Because your your name got cut off on oh, this. Oh, resentment is not one that it's... I picked that I showed you. It was a different oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. Because I, okay, I just okay. really like the meaning, so uh I so yeah. one of our shared favorites is the contempt card. And yes. I really like the contempt card kind of for I think that this is like is one of the ones that's sort of a testament to how like I guess like childhood healing this deck can be because the contempt Mm -hmm. card has two figures. One is sort of admonishing the other 
And the one that's being admonished has like a little tiny version of themselves in their torso that they're like trying to protect and cover for. And I Mm -hmm. think the contempt having the added layer of it being sort of about like how other people are treating your small self is really Mm -hmm. beautiful and healing. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the like implied shame here when contempt comes up because like very much so when in that moment when something like that happens, you can kind of build not only that does the person pointing the finger like have contempt towards you, you also build that contentment towards yourself and try to protect yourself. And it was really like striking. Yeah. And I think that the other component of that is remembering that the contemptment doesn't really have as much to do with you. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as it does with somebody else's behavior and the shame that you feel when other people treat you certain ways. Right. And that can be helpful in remembering if you're like releasing contempt or releasing shame, that it has not as much to do with things that you've done and a lot more to do with just how people are behaving towards you, which I think yes. is really hard yeah, to yeah. get to that point, but important. Yes, I agree. I really like that. And it looks, nope, that's not, we don't have the same card. It's similar, but it's not the same. I had <laughs> expression. It looks like yours is pride, but they're a bit similar in their structure where there's like floral arrangements at the bottom and there's stars and demons not and butterflies and things around it. It's, it's so pretty, but the one that I have that's similar to pride in visually is expression and i just love the freedom of expression that's kind of depicted in this card it's just to me it's like they're dancing in the a field sort of like without anyone like caring about what anyone else thinks and that's sort of how expression should be so at least yeah, visually, that was one, that of, the, one of the ones that i really liked that i put back and i think it's, that's exactly what it is it just feels so free yes absolutely free i love that um, I also really liked, I really liked the, when they, when the artist put like these bodies inside of other things, like that sort of like, I think like most of my cards have that sort of component in it where it's like, there's a little demon inside or a little skull inside or a little person inside of yeah. an existing body. So my next one was change and it's about three or four different little like things but it's like a yeah little people and it's like a um cycle of life so you have like an egg you have like a little ovum in there you have like a skull so it's like a cycle of life and that change is continual and i just really thought that was really cool inside of like a snake because of course snakes always mean change of course Um, exactly (laughs) yeah and detachment i thought was really interesting where detachment was basically like four kind of flowers that like the these little creatures like exist on almost like they look kind of look like uh-huh. they're, they're attached to them. And, um, and one of the little demons kind of just like flew off on its own and like detachment and like we did the little creature, you know, choose to detach themselves or were they detached, you know, forcibly, you know, I'm not quite sure, yeah. but I just thought the visual was really interesting of like them not being like the other ones and detaching from that flower. Well, and I think that the figures have been grown up in the flowers. And so there's kind of Mm -hmm. this element of like the growth being completed and the detachment being inevitable. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I I like that visual a lot. The visuals in this deck are really, really 
great for like meditating on and pondering. It's not like yeah. you just kind of like just look at him like, oh, cool. It's you know, there's you know, you want to spend like, some time there. Exactly. My next one is grief, and it's like most of the demons or the figures in this deck are all pink. This one is an all black. Like it's basically outlined in pink. And yeah. it's very sad, and there's like a skull in its head, and it's the set depiction of grief and sorrow, and everything that's kind of like goes along with grief. And I just thought that was a very interesting contrast to the rest of the cards in the deck. I think it happens in one or two other cards, if I remember correctly, but yeah, it's very but it's definitely more this rare. One. Yeah, 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 totally. And my last favorite is hate. I really like. I think most of the cards that I've drawn are kind of like on the like the neutral to negative scale but hate is just so interesting because inside of their body is a smaller figure that sort of seems to be like shielding themselves and pointing at someone else or an outside figure and there's just fire beneath the person and there's fire coming off of their shoulders and it's just really really cool depiction of hate and it you know it could depict of course like self-hatred and things like that but also because the figure inside is pointing to something it seems to be outside that sort of like yeah and almost blame like like hate from a blame perspective yes or like from an identifying perspective yeah so it's just really the visuals of this deck are super cool super thoughtful and it's become like one of my weekly pull decks where like for the week I'll pull one or two cards from this deck since I started since I got it because I just really really love it a lot it's yeah it's super great so I shared the contempt card with you I love the contempt card I think it's really really cool um yes I also really I guess where do I want to go next let's do respect next So respect is a card that has like a figure sort of within a box with fire below it and maybe the moon above it with people outside of the box trying to get in. And so it's really about respecting boundaries, which I think Mm -hmm. is cool. Like it's not about like the respect that's like, I were, I respect you. I worship you. I like do whatever you want. It's about the respect of like, I'm creating a safe space for myself and you have to respect that. And I really, really love that. Yeah, um, it's also too. just visually interesting because so many of the cards have all of these really natural fluid lines and mm-hmm. this card has a structured box on it. Um, yes. So that's pretty, pretty neat. I also love the patience card because there's some sacred geometry stuff with like a spiral, but also it's just one of these figures sort of laying on the ground, watching a plant grow. Mm-hmm. And I like that depiction of patience a lot because it feels like sort of endless. Like yeah. there's not an end result of like when patience is done, it just has to mm-hmm. keep going. Um, yeah. And I like that for patience a lot. Cause I do think that like as an impatient person, it's easier to be like, okay, once I've been patient for this amount of time, you know, like then <laughs> right, I'm done. Right. <laughs> um, the pride card is the one that you were saying looked a little bit like one of your favorites, but basically yes. it's a woman who's sort of like, or I guess a figure, a little demon figure who's standing in a field of plants below them and then mm-hmm. stars in the moon above them. And the look on the figure's face and the way that their body is posed is kind of like, look at my stuff. Yeah. And it's just so, I just think it's so cool. And it's so pretty for a card that like, 
I think it's really easy to get sucked into the idea that pride is kind of negative. I mean, yes. I'm talking to a Leo, so maybe you don't necessarily feel that way now, <laughs> but I'm 100% right. sure there's been a time where you've been like pride equals bad. Oh yeah. Um, but I like that this pride is so like pure and joyful mm-hmm. almost. And yeah. I think that that's a really nice way to look at pride. Yeah. Totally. Um, I also really, really love the faith card which is a figure sort of with prayer hands happening with plant tattoos on their thighs in the universe. And then there's mm-hmm. sort of a figure covering their eyes with their hands coming from above. And yes. I just think that that's like a really kind of pretty sort of goddess worshiping kind of faith. Like the figure mm-hmm. from above has breasts and it just feels very like, sort of like there are unknown things that you can still feel so grounded about. Yes, yes, yes. And I just really love it. And there's like, there's three moons, there's three stars. There's still kind of a lot of like symbolism with it. And I just think it's really beautiful. And then lastly, the lust card, I just can't get enough of. I I just think it's so cool. The lust card, it's almost the entire uh, frame are two soft bodies in embrace. There's like barely any black. There's a little bit of like, darkness behind one of their shoulders but it's almost entirely just about these bodies in embrace and mm-hmm. it's really really touching and especially yeah. with lust it just feels so beautiful and like like sensual but not like sexy hot like right. steamy almost like comfortable mm-hmm. lust in some ways I just really love it I really feel like I identify with these very soft bodies and embrace and Mm -hmm. it just makes me really happy to see that depicted because it's not like lust of like you know oh man you know hard (laughs) bods whatever it's like soft and like touching almost yeah very comforting and very loving sort of lust yeah makes any sense yeah exactly so I love that and I also just like I just appreciate soft bodies being depicted. Yeah. It's like this, gr- this deck is so great. That's it's so, so, so good. Yeah. It's really, really great. Do you have any huff cards? I don't think so. I think I pulled one out and then I put it back, but now I forget what it was. My only huff, and we've already talked about this a little bit. My only huff is just that I wish that there were more, there were oh, more positive. cards. Yeah. And I don't yeah. even want to be like, I wish it were a more positive deck because I think it's actually really great as is, mm-hmm. but I just, I just like the way that Marion is like depicted all of these thoughts. And so part of me wants more cards yeah. that have like a little bit lighter of tone, but I also think that I get why she didn't. And I do think that it would have probably watered it down too much to like cut through some of the more difficult themes with like, you know, lighthearted stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's understandable, but we just want more. We just, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I hope that she does another deck because I really do like this style. And I love the color choice. I just think that it's so pretty. Yes. Yeah, the soft pink that's almost a, like, white almost is just really, really nice with the black, I think. so. Yeah, it just looks fantastic. It does. I like it a lot. All right. Well, I guess it's time to pull some cards for our relationship with the deck. The deck is going to be like, you guys got way distracted in the middle there. (laughs) We didn't mean to. I'm sorry, deck. Exactly. I I didn't mean to. (laughs) Okay. All right. So do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? I've got seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, and a seven. 
Oh, I pull, accidentally pulled two cards. Oh, I got resentment and blame. <laughs> so, so I got some stuff to work through with this deck. That's what it's telling me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I got fairness. Uh-huh. And success. And this is a good deck to pull, like, two cards with. It's like one card is not enough, in my opinion. It's kind of like Compendium of Constellations, where one card, you just can't pull one. Yeah. Or Lenormand. Like, or Lenormand, Compendium yeah. of Constellations, or memento mori or lenormand more generally it's uh -huh. nice to have two cards to kind of work together exactly that's why i think so as well amazing well that's Yay. our show next week we are reviewing soul cards tarot deck Esther and i both have the green edition it comes yes. in four different colors so we'll be doing we'll be talking about all of them but we individually both have the alume like cannabis partnership Deck. yes yay <laughs> don't forget to send us your questions you can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com uh there's a form there to submit questions with so we would appreciate you sending some in yeah and also tell your friends about us and write your review us as always it helps us grow with algorithm stuff and we really appreciate anything that you send our way exactly you can also follow us on instagram at wildly tarot podcast or join our Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And we have a Redbubble shop with merch inside of it, as well as a Discord that you can join that has been newly renovated. So come check yeah. it out. And it's growing. It's like a it vibrant is. community over there on Discord. I love I it. Know. So cool. Super cool. So cool. And remember, go forth and tarot wildly. We love you. Thank you we for love being you with us. So much. We love you. And Esther, <laughs> would you like to sing us out? No, absolutely not. Not that, no, not <laughs> happening. Too late. It's too late now. <laughs> just insert some of the clips I'll just, here. <laughs> I'll just insert Barry Manilow singing us out. How about that? <laughs> okay. You've been Manilowed. <laughs> <laughs>